You are muted, sir. <laughs> I even hit the button. I even hit the button, too. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Good evening, go. everybody. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Alphabets, where we start off every show the same way. I'm just glad it's not me this time. Oh, what do you do? What do you do? Uh, it's good to see you guys. They start to roll in. Hello, Chris. Hello, Kat. Thank you for joining us. How are you? Hey, guys. Doing good. I'm just glad it wasn't me. It's, there's still time. I'm not the professional here, you know? <laughs> That's right. I don't think anybody is. Uh, sorry, Chris doesn't even know how to speak right now either. No, I, I muted myself on purpose. <laughs> uh -huh, uh -huh. Sure. <laughs> oh, it's good to see you guys. Hello, hello, hello. We're going to talk about some stuff. How happy uh, Trump indictment Tuesday, like every other Tuesday. You know, send it, send it, <laughs> send it, send it. I'm going to go through some stuff, going to go through a little bit of a uh, potential rabbit hole. A uh, little bit, a little bit. Uh, go through some of this indictment and we'll see where the wind takes us. Yeah. Uh, you know? You know, Chris, how was your day? You doing good? Man, I'm tired, but it was good. You tired? Yeah. Yeah, you'll be awake after this. I'm always tired when we start oh, a show, yeah. and then I can never go yeah. to sleep after because I always wake no, up. No, I'm not I'm not tired now. I'm wide awake now. Thank you. I appreciate that. That was You're a welcome. good laugh. I needed that. <laughs> Got that out of the way. <laughs> uh, well, see, you know, when it started, usually when the intro ends, it says muted, and then it unmutes itself. And I was staring at the button and it wasn't unmuting. So I hit the button and then it like unmuted as soon as I hit it. So I muted myself again. It's a, it's a whole thing. Anyway, it we're, just gonna, we're just going to move on. Uh, before we get started, uh, let's take a shout out to MyPillow. You can go ahead and go to MyPillow.com slash alphabets. Uh, if you want to use the promo code alphabets at MyPillow.com, you can save a bunch of money. Overstock sales still going 80% off. 25 bucks with the promo code on the all season slippers. 20th anniversary um uh, limited edition my pillow is 20 bucks with the promo code there's a bunch of stuff four pack special 100 bucks my pillow 2.0 cooling technology giza sheets as low as 30 and a bunch of stuff on here you can go ahead and check it out uh 80 off on the men's and women's sleepwear along with some dog stuff everything you can ask for go ahead and check it out at mypillow.com Someone said, uh -huh. Mark, what? What? Oh, you listening to me talk? Yeah, he's watching accident. videos. <laughs> he's he's watching videos over in the show. No big deal. You guys no, are catching I, up. Yeah. 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 All right. Cool. 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 How does my mic sound now? No. Does it sound better? It sounds. Not you. Sounds Someone good, said man. they couldn't hear me. Oh, you know. well, I mean, you were muted. Maybe that was the not beginning about, of the Chris. show. Oh, cat's getting really bored right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm good. I just have ADHD. So I tend to like start thinking about other things. I do too. With. I do too. <laughs> just the hamster Kat, has been on the wheel all day. What? Do you do it while you're reading? Do you, do you yeah. do it while you're reading? Like you're reading and then you just start having a totally separate, but you still read. I'm still reading the yeah. words, but I'm having yeah. a different thought in my head at the same time. Okay. So it's I not do that a lot. And then I have to go back like to the top of the page because I read yes. it, but nothing computed at all. I do that when I'm driving too. It's that weird thing where like you get somewhere and you're like, how did I get here? All I mean, the time. you know, you were driving, but you just, you know, you're, not, you're like, how many red lights did I run? <laughs> yeah. You know? I did. Like, yeah. I, I guess I was paying attention because here I am. Yeah, I made it. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> Low volume is. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. I haven't maybe done anything different with my mic. I, maybe turn your volume up. I have no I idea. Sound. You sound fabulous. I even turned my gain up too. So, I don't know. You got um, gains? <laughs> it's all about the gains, <laughs> man. <laughs> All right, uh, I'll get some prayer and then we'll uh, we'll get this thing started. All right. 
All right. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, we thank you. We praise you. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' name, we thank you for everything that you're doing throughout this nation, throughout the world, and bringing everybody to, to the light and understanding that we need to wake up in this great awakening. And we thank you for giving us the grace and the wisdom and the guidance each and every day as we as we move forward uh, with your plan, your will. And we thank you for guiding us along the way. So we thank you for the protection over each and every one of us here tonight in the Alphabets community over Chris and Kat and their families. And we thank you that uh, you continue to protect us through all this. And we thank you for the protection over the true president of the United States, Donald J. Trump. And we thank you all the wisdom and grace that you're giving him and the strength to keep moving forward. We thank you for the, the protection over the true prophets and that you continue to speak through them and guide them and give them the wisdom as well. We thank you for it, and we thank you for just uh, tonight for the fellowship uh, between each and every one of us, and and we ask you to just to speak through us and give us clear wisdom on what we may be speaking tonight, and and uh, thank you for being here with us, and we thank you for having fun with us as well. So we thank you that you just continue to build this community each and every day, and we just can't thank you enough. So we, in Jesus' name, we praise you and thank you. Amen. 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 <clears throat> right on. <laughs> right on. All right. Woo so what's happening? <laughs> another day, another indictment. <laughs> yeah, another handful of indictments. Mm hmm yeah, it's a uh, very interesting timing, you know, just like uh, Cash Patel just said. He's like, oh, you know, don't nothing to worry about. Well, only 12 hours ago was Hunter Biden uh, and Joe Biden just blowing up with everything against them. And, you know, sure enough, look what happens. It hits the mainstream. Uh, another Trump indictment. And it's 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 comical. It's comical. But also, man, this could be going a couple different ways. And uh, obviously, we'll go through it all tonight. But um, what are they saying? So he's got four charges on conspiracy to defraud the U.S., conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding, obstruction and attempt to obstruct an official proceeding, conspiracy against rights. Was that it? Was that I love the obstruction yeah. charge? That's their favorite one. It's the easiest one to drum up. Obstruction. Obstruction. Mm. Obstruction. Obstruction. It's always obstruction, right? Yeah, like Bongina a... said, how can you obstruct a non-crime? There has to be a crime in order for you to obstruct said crime or investigation. Right. What a joke. Right. It is a joke. It is a joke. I mean, I obviously haven't read the 45-page indictment. I skimmed it. I mean, it did come out only two hours ago, but um, it kind of looks a little uh, rushed. It looks a little weak. I mean, they all look a little weak. Don't get me wrong. I don't know. What do you guys? What do you guys think so far with just the two hours of this new indictment? Has it mentioned at all the Electoral Count Act? Is that what they're saying that he, the law that he broke? Uh, I haven't read it either. I don't know. Election, the election, what? Say I just again? have my screenshots. The Electoral Count Act. Electoral Count Act. I just have my Act. screenshots pulled up or I would look it up for you all. Hmm. And he's got a bunch of co-conspirators in this thing, too. Yeah, I he wonder, does. wonder, wonder, wonder who they are. Yeah, six of them. I, I get, well, he says like three of them are attorneys. I'm assuming one of them is Sidney Powell. I mean, yeah, just kind of has to. And as much as nobody really likes the guy, but I think it's possible it could be, uh, what's his face? Uh, Linwood. Linwood. Just because yeah. he was pushing Mo it in the beginning, too. Five out of the six are attorneys, looks like. Five out of the six. Amazing. Uh, a, Justice a Justice Department official. An attorney, an attorney, an attorney, and a political consultant who helped implement a plan to submit fraudulent slates of presidential electors to obstruct the certification proceeding. Who would that have been? Dan Scavino? <laughs> Steve Bannon? Uh, Roger, Roger Stone, maybe? Yeah, oh, I suppose. Stone, yeah. 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 Mark Meadows. Well, they already Mark went after Meadows. Bannon. 
Mark Meadows. Ivy Meadows. Yeah, there's so many names that come to mind. John Eastman. Because hmm. <laughs> a lot of people. Yeah. I don't know. I find I like I just can't help but laugh. I like, yeah. It's it's it, it's 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 just uh it's fun at this point, you know. But but then again, you know, is as much as you know, cat kind of sent me down a rabbit hole today. <laughs> <laughs> and uh which is some pretty interesting stuff. It it really was. And um Chris, did you did you you got I'm sure you didn't read that article that I sent you on slate about the nukes yeah. back in 87 i didn't yeah. get to read all of them no I it's was, a long it's really long yeah it is long and a lot of it talks about like trump's real estate deals and yeah things like that that you kind of have to just fast forward through but yeah the juiciness was like the last five paragraphs <laughs> mm -hmm. and i was like okay now we're getting somewhere but it was interesting um before we before actually we get to that um so what, what Trump has stated, and I'm going to pull up the clip uh, from The Storm Has Arrived. He posted it on his Twitter. Let's see here. Oh, my gosh. I got so many tabs up. This is always a problem. Here, I'll just, all right. So... Um, so do you think these indictments have hurt you at all? Because it seems like every time it happens, your numbers go up. Well, they're fake. Well, they're fake. Well, they're fake. And uh, people understand that we have we've done a great job. And a lot of it is, as you say, we've done things that they don't want is a radical. But it's saving kids, but you've done. Yeah, That's what I don't understand. We've, we've done that. But we've done a lot of other things <laughs> and having to do many things. Some people don't like to see that. It's hard to believe, which means probably they just don't want to see our country be great again. Uh, we have a very simple phrase, make America great again. And this, this obviously isn't the first time that Trump has said that. Um, he said it's, he said it's in that video. Obviously that wasn't too long ago. Uh, or these indictments are fake. These indictments are fake. And then he posted another one on true social today saying another fake indictment came out today. And I just, ask you the question now you can go which anywhere you want and this is for either of you what do you think he's referring to why why do you think he calls them fake because Any, uh they know they don't have a case like I, I think they know that all those charges um aren't gonna stick and i'm a firm believer that big daddy's got the trump card just waiting to play it and um i think he knows that we're watching the show, man. I don't know how many times we got to no, say it. I get that. I get that. Kat, do you have your thoughts on it? I, I, know, think, I know you well, got I, thoughts on it. <laughs> I do. I know. Like I said, the hamster's on the wheel. So when you see me like zone out, it's because it's all up here. Um, okay. So I think, and I said this to you earlier today, when we we're talking about it. I think that we need to just start taking some of the things that he says literally. Like when you say, oh, these are fake indictments, you know, it sounds like he's just like, wanting us to brush them off. Like they're just ridiculous charges. It's not going to stick. But what if we start taking everything that he says, like quite literally, like what if it really, what if, what if it is fake? I mean, and yeah. I'm not a huge proponent of like everything we see is fake. Everything's pretend anything like that. But to a certain degree, you're just like, okay, maybe we just need to take what he says literally. Maybe, I mean, he knows a lot more than we do. And there's just been a lot of crazy stuff that has happened lately that I feel like is sort of unexplainable and just, I don't know. It, it feels too perfectly planned. Well, like it really see, does. That's the big thing for me. And I, I totally agree with you with taking things literal because how many times has Trump said something where people kind of go around it, but he's actually just like telling you straight to your face what it is. Right. And with, with these indictments, go back to Q's post back in the day where he said first unsealed indictment trigger mass population awakening, right? And then he says first arrests will show future direction. Okay, well they technically according to the indictments and to the uh meeting at the courthouse that he was arrested even though you know he wasn't put in cuffs, right? 
but he's the only one that's being supposedly arrested. And this will be the third time. And so that's your future direction, right? So how did they know that? How did they know that they're just get this was the future direction? And what you posted on Telegram was super interesting because this case alone with this indictment, what did they say that they're going to do relitigation of the 2020 election? Yeah, I saw. So Mark uh, Zaid is actually one of Ezra Cohen Watnick. If you're familiar with him, he's yeah. represented him before. I mean, he's definitely like kind of a DC, you know, liberal swamp lawyer, it looks like, but I thought that little nugget was interesting. But anyway, he's posted on Twitter that Trump's attorney had said that they're essentially going to use this as an opportunity to relitigate the entire 2020 election. Right. And I, I mean, how that... do you introduce evidence legally? Legally. And that's a cupos. How do you introduce evidence legally? And that's super interesting because not only that, Jack Smith said that this indictment, he's going to make sure it's a speedy trial, which means that's within 70 days of the indictment, which would lead you to hypnotic November on the on the door of a hypnotic November from Kim's prophecy. Okay. And if you're introducing legal evidence of the 2020 election and everything could change right there, I'm telling you, what if Trump, when he says these indictments are fake, he is not joking that this is all a show. And I mean like a show, like this is all literally a show. Just to, I mean, it'd be perfect. In, in order to introduce it legally, instead of going after the people that tried to do it, why not put yourself under indictment? I'm not saying like Trump wrote himself up, but like make the plan against you so you aren't attached to the liability of everything. I mean, that's kind of brilliant when you know you're going to win. So well, later on in that same post, said? I posted. Oh, go ahead. Uh, later on in that same post, I posted, it said, does the impeachment harm or help the president to the public? I mean, obviously the impeachment, the indictments, is this helping? Is this harming? How do you awaken the induced coma public? under the fake news control from their long sleep, sometimes allowing your enemies to openly attack logical thinking. Mm. I mean, that's, he's just, he's letting it play out for the public to decide. Right. It has, I mean, it has to be this way. Like there's no other way to convince these people and unless you do it in a way that allows them to hear the facts for themselves and force the mainstream media to cover it so that, some of the people can actually hear them for the first time because there's not a lot of, you know, a lot of people that watch the mainstream media aren't like us. They're not going down all these rabbit holes and paying attention right. to Carrie Lake's Twitter and, you know, things like that, that where you would actually see some of the uncovered evidence and some of the, the things that have come out since the 2020 election. Right. I agree. Thoughts, Chris, you want to say something? No, I was just saying how many times we say, they they have to indict them. We know who's guilty of all every every one of those indictments. We know who's really committed the crime they're trying to indict him for. So if the boomerang's going to be complete, they got to indict him for every single thing that we know they're actually guilty of. Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, I I did go like skimming through the indictment. Uh, it is kind of lazy the way they wrote it. Uh, there's some stuff saying like. Uh, he was, oh, he lied. Uh, he was told that there wasn't evidence for this and he kept lying and he said this and, but then he kept lying and it's like, you guys sound like you're complaining and this isn't like a formal indictment. It, the, the whole indictment sounds like a, just a whining complainer. Like someone's just like mm -hmm. <laughs> writing out their thoughts. It's like the diary of the DOJ. It, like, that's what it feels like. I swear. Well, well think about it. They literally, the other day, were like, uh, Trump told his landscaper to delete the or some, to delete yeah. the security footage. And Trump's like, no, I didn't. We gave everything. What are you talking about? Like, it's <laughs> it's hilarious, man. Uh, it is. The whole thing is just, it's wild, man. It's wild. I well, mean, it's. Boomerang is going to be glorious. I can tell you that. I mean, yeah. when oh, yeah. Trump wins in 2024 and they want to come back and do all these same things that they're saying that he did in this indictment and that it's you're not allowed to question, you know, the election 
according to them. When they turn around and do the exact same thing in a little over a year, it's it's going to be pretty great to watch that unfold. Wait, what? You say something? What about in a year? Just Sorry. after the after the election, a little over a year. When yeah, they try to, to contest the election. Yeah, yeah true. <laughs> if they try to contest the election or to have, you know, do all of the things that they're accusing him of doing that they say he can't do, he's not allowed to do, you're not allowed to question, you know, the results of, of the election. When they do that exact same thing after 2024, it's going to be great. Right. But if they relitigate the 2020 election and evidence is allowed to be seen that the court member, they were like, oh, don't want to see that. Don't want to see it. Don't want to look at it. What if this evidence comes forward in this trial? How do you show the public? Right. And then you're, you're in the time of two presidents because now you're That's, like, wait a minute. This joker actually won and they're accusing him of all this stuff because they know that he actually won. And they know that when he gets back into power, they're all finished. So mm -hmm. that's why we're seeing all this lawfare uh, crap. As much as I don't like Cernovich because he's flip he flip flops so much, it's crazy. But did you see his Twitter today? He basically said what they're doing to Trump is pol it's lawfare. It's assassination by lawfare. He's like, they shot JFK. That was too messy. So now they're going after him through lawfare and these BS bogus indictments. They're, they're literally out here, communists arresting their political opponents or indicting their political opponents. It's insane. How crazy yeah. would that boomerang be if we get closer to November and all this goes? Well, see, I mean, it, it, that's what we want to go through. Like I understand I had to, someone asked a question today on Twitter. Um, do you think that uh, July was extremely strange for Kim's prophecy? And I like I pointed out, I was like, well, he doesn't say it was extremely strange in the prophecy. He just says strange. And what did what did the public see in July? They seen the alien narrative come to play. Okay, the alien narrative is out there. We've never seen that before. To us, it's like whatever. But to your average person, they're like, okay, aliens are here. Just like that <laughs> meme Cap posted. It's like twenty twenty. Three normally people are like aliens here, and the conspiracy theorists are like, no, they're not. You yeah, know? yeah, no, they're and not. The, so that's <laughs> so, and then that same prophecy, he just, and then he goes straight into hypnotic November. So if we had this trial in less than two months, that'll literally bring us into November. The trial would, and with what we we're just discussing, if they introduce legal evidence that shows that 2020 was actually rigged. In the in legally, and that's massive. That's that's going to be hypnotic. It's going to be a little crazy. I mean, that the actual definition of hypnotic is is uh, between asleep and being awake. That is the definition of it, and that is that is everything. And if we want to get biblical, if we want to get biblical, what happened to Ab Abimelech? Abimelech stepped into an anointing that was not his to take. And after three years, what happened to him? He died. He died. He died. If he dies, he dies. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying this thing is all playing out into the fall, just like Kim's prophecy went through. Um, I mean, they, they, he, in that prophecy, he says, you will, un you will realize who I have chosen to guide and pray for this nation. Uh, my chosen, my son, my David. Uh, you know, so it it's it's very interesting things. And he, didn't you say before, Chris, about Jack Smith, how he was kind of a respected person? It was. I mean, uh, forget the guy he mentored under in the DOJ, but um, I don't think he was always. Uh, from what I read about him, he wasn't always uh, the doucher that he's now, but. Who knows, man? There's so many things moving around. Who knows who's good, who's bad? When it's no, all over, that. I even, I think a lot of us when this is over, even though we know, like, we know how this ends, we're going to be like, oh, he was a good guy the whole time. That's crazy. So that's what I was kind of getting at. That's crazy. Uh, with the old Jack Smith. Yeah. So with all these indictments that are coming out, how is it? Obviously, we know that real investigations don't get leaked, right? Real indictments don't get leaked, right? How is it that Trump knows that he's getting indicted from the DOJ every single time? Right. 
that stuff should be on lock, even if it is Trump. But he always announces it and then he gets indicted. It's like, how do you know that? Why do you know that? Well, and I feel like if if it was the situation was exactly how it appears that they're not, I mean, they're probably not even going to give him the like courtesy of calling his attorneys to let him know, you know, like they normally would like tip him off a little bit. Like, Hey, you know, this is coming down the pipe or whatever. Like they wouldn't do that. Mm -mm. So he's got to have some other insider information. Jack Smith. (laughs) Just kidding. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I just, uh, I love it. I love where it's going, honestly, yeah. because one, it's it, all of what we're seeing serves two purposes. It, number one, it's to wake up and it's also to make people in this country who can't see it find a little bit of resolve to do something about it. But two, it's sucking all these people. I mean, you have people out here. Listen, your government just told you or tried to tell you that. They they have non-human remains and spacecraft, and everybody's out here going Trump, 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 Trump. That's all they're saying. Right. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I mean, I wasn't phased by it either, but it's sucking all these people in who still think that Trump's bad because their TV told them. That's it. And it's gonna, and then when the okie doke count, it's gonna be like this big huge boom. They ain't gonna right. know what hit them when that truth comes out. It's going to be a red pill suppository that they ain't ready for. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And you There's have a lot, lot of-, of people. Sorry, I'm not prophetic, but I would prophesy and say that you're going to have a lot of people on social media. They got TikTok accounts, these really, really large followings that have been banking on this hatreds of, of the orange man that are going to be trying to delete their accounts and everything they ever said really, really quick because they don't want people to see how ignorant they were. Right. Oh, yeah. Do you think that percentage of people, though, is that do you think that percentage continues to shrink? Oh, yes. Like more and more people are going, oh, wait a minute, I might be wrong about that. And they just kind of like shrink off and well, don't want to say anything else because it's just getting so ridiculous. Like to to, the more this goes on to be one of those people that's out there and just still orange man bad, all this stuff and have no you have no sense of reality, I feel like at that point. Mm-hmm. You just well, that, you you can't see <clears throat> facts for what they are whatsoever, even if you're super far left. Right. And what Boone Color he said, he said that 51% of the messaging is guided towards the social democrats, the, the socialist democrats. Okay, so if we're, you know, you got to think about the silent majority. The media uses them their themselves, their networks as their blowhorn, right? And they paint the picture that they're the major the majority when they're not. And I know the majority, the silent majority is growing each and every day. And the Rasmussen just had a poll that came out. I think it was like 30% of Democrats that were polled are very likely to vote for Donald J. Trump. And that went up dramatically wow. from last year or from last election. So, I mean, just of that poll alone, I think it was only like 2,000 some people polled. Uh, 2000 Democrats or something, but still, nonetheless, I mean, that I think more people are awake than people realize. Um, at least maybe not oh, awake, yes. but uh, pissed off at the establishment for what they're doing and seeing that there are flaws in the justice system, the two tier justice system, and everything along those lines. I think people, a lot of people see that nowadays. And I think your, your big blowhorns are these stupid liberal accounts and your media. That uh, have, you know, big followings. Like, you know, your buddy Harry. Like some 12-year-old kid who thinks you know, thinks Joe Biden's pretty cool. He got his little... Uh, they posted his tweet on Fox News. Uh, they pulled it up where it was Joe Biden with his shirt off. Yeah. And he's like, Joe Biden, backwards hat. He's Joe Biden is pretty cool. It's pretty cool. And Greg Gutfield just like tore him apart. It was cracking me up. Uh, I don't okay, know. I kind so of feel bad of, for him. Like the it's poll numbers bad. you were talking about and more people being awake. I think it was something like 43% of Democrats believe now that there was fraud in the 2020 election. That's a lot. Yeah, it's almost half. So That's you think lot. about the timing 
the timing of this, you know, case and this indictment and the trial being so, you know, quick so soon, like, mm -hmm. I feel like it's the perfect time. Like, it was scheduled and planned this way for this right. rollout of all of the evidence from the 2020 election to be put on the stand. It's mm -hmm. And for people's minds, not just Republicans, obviously, and independents, but for Democrats to be open to the idea and to believe that there was fraud. So if they're open to it enough to say yes in a poll, what is it going to be like when the media is forced to cover this case and some of this information is actually getting across to them, that's, even through the mainstream media? Yeah. That's a brilliant point because the media is going to want to watch the case. They're going to want to air it. Oh, yeah. And it's oh, going to yeah. backfire so bad. They're going to be all on it, bro. They're going to be, it is going to be, it is going to be the trial of the century. I mean, oh, everybody's going to, the entire world's going to be watching this, dude. Mm -hmm. That's why it's so epic. Like, I can't wait. I'm I'm a giddy. I'm giddy. I can't wait. To and be, they oh think gosh. it's good. They think they got him. You know, yeah, like they always do. Yeah. So did Heyman. Gonna, yeah, it's going to backfire gloriously. <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's so good. Yeah. And then again, we'll go, Chris, like you said, there'll be a, a point, a time of two presidents where they're going to be like, that's, that, that's the most like likely scenario. Now, if you think about it, yeah, it, it, evidence is shown that Trump won in a legal election or in a legal court case. And Biden is still president. And Kim's prophecy says the people will say, now we have two presidents. What do we do? And God says, fear not. It's an unusual thing, isn't it, says the Lord. But fear not. I have this all planned out. Like, you know, like that's so perfect. That's well, so I perfect. posted yesterday on Twitter uh, this article about from Fiona Hill. It was some commentary from her. You know, and she's a she's a Democratic think tank operative. Um, and she said that the road to the 2024 election is going to be a wild ride full of constitutional crisis after constitutional crisis. So Democrats already know, I feel like, that or they're eerily anticipating the fact that there's going to be a lot of constitutional crisis come up. Mm -hmm. But I don't think it's anything like what they're imagining it would be. In the best way. Agreed. They're they so know. Screwed. They're so screwed. CNN knows. CNN knows he's coming back. I love that article. I laughed reading that article. People should probably prepare for a Yeah, you should. You should prepare. Because <laughs> yeah. he's coming back. And he's not going to play nice this time. Nope. Nope. Ooh. Nope. It is going to be a wild ride. I think that's a great way of explaining it. Just a roller oh, yeah. coaster. Now, what do you, what do they do? All right. So like, say they legally inject evidence, you know, you're, uh, it, evidence that is just so damning that it's, that the election was stolen and they get to that point. Then what? I mean, cause I mean, like, what do they do for the other side? Cause now you have all these indictments, you have all this stuff that they said about them. You have all these attacks constantly. What happens to all that? Do you just eventually just turn? Is that when you start to see indictments come out? Just a quick bam, turn around. There go all your unsealed, there go all your sealed indictments and open up. I mean, it could be a complete. Oh, I wish it was fall. <laughs> It'll be it's here for be you. Know, fascinating I to see this play out. Oh, it man. Is. This it is, is this is the coolest indictment ever. I'm really intrigued by this one. I am too. I just and find it George's like, next. Yeah. We know George is next. George is gonna they're gonna pile on, man. Because yeah, let's just I, mash them all together. Yeah, I mean, yeah. as keep them coming. You can. I mean, it's like you can bank on it. Every time something negative comes out, of, so about the Biden, you know they're gonna do this. So it's like, what's next? So you know that there's got to be an even. There's got to be another. Um, a bombshell to come out of that one because the J six, that was their, this was a big one. I thought they would do the election one first, to be honest with you, and then save that J six one for, for last. But no, I noticed they didn't charge them with seditious conspiracy though. 
Hmm. which is what I was expecting too. I thought they would try for that, but they didn't. Unless they're saying, unless they, hey, I mean, they've already added on, right? First the documents came out of Jack Smith. Now this, who knows? He might find another charge to throw at him and indict him for yeah. down the road. Who knows? Let's see why not. Who knows? It is who what knows? it is. It's very interesting. But then again, I mean, <clears throat> you know, my head's been spinning for like the last four hours. Just like going through all this because after reading that article too, then, you know, obviously you look at the whole, you know, the broader view of everything, especially of the, you know, if uh, Trump's still commander in chief, right? If that's still a possibility, okay? And there was a pause and this is all show. I know a lot of people believe that the Biden that's in the White House right now was placed by white hats. Um. And and he's playing the part, right? I don't know. I don't know how that's all going to become transparent if it does. But uh, there's this article. That article is talking about the beginning of the show. And we were kind of looking at the, you know, the cat sent it to me and I, I was reading it. It's really long. It talks a lot of stuff about nuclear. And then like, uh, the, the deal, like, like he said, his real estate and like making deals and stuff like that it's you know doesn't really get juicy till the end but at the very end uh let's see here he's talking about pushing them um okay you know what i'm talking about yeah so the article was written in 1987 Correct. and it just talks about how trump's uncle uh john, john trump john was like a you know physicist scientist type guy and worked under Nikola Tesla and he's the one the uncle is the one that introduced a younger Trump to the idea about nuclear fusion nuclear yeah. proliferation um and how serious that is and how like important it is and like how it's the biggest issue that there could be and that's what this article is about how trump just like has gone down this rabbit hole and is like okay why is no one in washington talking about this this is the most serious thing there is because you know if we're nuked then we have nothing at all like everything's decimated and the world goes you know to hell in a handbasket like why is no one taking this more seriously and this is back in 1987 right and so trump just kind of goes down this rabbit hole and just really um, starts, you know, lobbying his friends and people higher up in Washington to let him make a deal with all of these other countries that, well, mostly, you know, this Soviet Union at the time, Russia, yeah. um, make a deal with them to help squash any other nations from getting nuclear weapons. And right. he basically said, you know, if we can make a deal, if I can make a deal with Russia and we can use the power of sanctions or, you know, crushing them economically, we can figure out a way to keep nuclear arms from spreading and, you know, having them fall under the wrong hands, like a, a hair trigger type person. I mean, he's Muammar Gaddafi as an example of, mm -hmm. you know, a psycho, he's like called him a psycho, uh, who could just press the nuke button if he just, you know, gets pissed off one day. So he, he's like, how do we prevent this from happening? And he thinks that that's the way to do it, which is so interesting to me because you look at, you know, our relationship with Russia and, and the things that are coming out about, you know, that the West says about Putin and, and how they revere him. And you look at what Trump did. I mean, he met with him, uh, at Helensky, I believe it was. And, you know, they passed the soccer ball and they, there was one translator in there. And so they made some sort of deal, some sort of arrangement. I don't know if it had to do with nuclear, uh, you know, nuclear technology or some, you know, something else um, as far as what's going on globally, you know, who knows, but right. um, it's just, it's fascinating to me that Trump was like obsessed with this decades ago. Yeah. So anyway, and, carry on. And the guy, <laughs> and the guy that's writing the article calls it the Trump plan. He does. Yeah. He calls it the Trump plan. And the art title of the article is the ultimate Trump, the ultimate deal, you know, but throughout right. it, he calls it like the plan, the Trump plan, which is so fascinating, you know, right. what we know today. 
And yeah, and so that was yeah, that was that was really good. You you nailed that. And now I got to do the easy part. Um, so at the end, at the end, he he's talking about. Uh, he says most of those pre-nuclear countries are in one form or another dominated by the U.S. and the Soviet Union. And Trump said that. He said between those two nations, you have the power to dominate any of those countries. So we should use our power of economic retaliation. And they use their powers of retaliation. And between the two of us, we'll prevent the problem from happening. Okay, Drakken? It kind of sounds pretty, almost pretty relevant. Okay. Uh, it would have been better having done something five years ago, he said. But I believe even a, even a country such as Pakistan would have to do something now. Five years from now, they'll laugh. You think Pakistan would just fold? We wouldn't have to offer them anything in return. And he says, maybe we should offer them something. I'm saying you start off as nicely as possible. You apply as much pressure as necessary until you achieve the goal. You start off telling them, let's get rid of it. If that doesn't work, you then start cutting off aid and more aid and then more. You do whatever is necessary so these people have riots in the streets so they can't get water, so they can't get Band-Aids, so they can't get food because that's the only thing that's going to do it. The people, the riots. And I find that super interesting because the whole world is in chaos right now and every country is falling apart. And so what I'm just proposing, suggesting, and maybe a possible any shape, way, form that was some type of deal made where their sanctions and and if, if we're under the time of two presidents, if Trump's in control of a different... If there was a pause and he's still technically commander-in-chief, like everybody says, if that's the case, did they cut off all these countries? And that's why you're seeing why, because all these riots just started at the same time. Like everything, every country's in turmoil, and it just happened at the same time. And I find that super interesting, especially with Russia doing what they're doing. And he talks about making a deal between the two of them back in 1987. I mean, this is kind of mind-bending stuff if you think about it. Mm -hmm. It's some Ingersoll Lockwood type stuff. Do tell. I'm just saying the book, The Adventures oh. of Baron Trump. Oh, yeah. Where he talks yeah. about the last president, the last president. Just crazy yeah, stuff. We were talking about this too, just in terms of like what is going on domestically and this this might be a little out there, but like essentially that's what we're seeing too in the U.S. is economic hardship. There's been rioting. Say this was Trump's plan for dealing with other countries and nuclear weapons, right? Like the first thing I'm going to do to try to get them to, you know, not have nuclear weapons is I'm going to go in there and I'm just going to try to like clean it all up. That's what the article says. He said, I'm just going to go mm -hmm. in there and, you know, clean house. Well, that's what happened essentially, or what he tried to yep. do, right? Drain the swamp. Like I'm going to go in there. I'm just going to clean house. Well, if that doesn't work, then what's the next step? Well, I'm going to go in and I'm going to sanction all of you, or I'm going to, you know, there's going to be economic hardship, right? Yep. So that you can wake up a little bit because ultimately it's going to come down, not to the leadership, not to the, the governments of these countries. It's going to come down to what, what does it say? The people going to come down yep. to the people to put pressure on them because of the economic hardships and the rioting and the horrible things that are going on in their country so that we could get what we want and they don't have nuclear weapons anymore right right so think about that like big picture what's happening in our country right now like say that was trump's plan for dealing with other countries and nuclear weapons well what's happening with us right now trump went in tried to drain the swamp clean it all up they fought back, didn't work. All right, what's plan? What's plan B? What what are we doing? What are we gonna do next to get what we want? Well, we need to wake people up. How's that gonna happen? Economic hardship or hardship in general, just a president who yep. doesn't give a crap about your country. He's letting all these people in the over the border. He's the economy's in shambles, they're lying to you and psyops all day, every day. And something has to happen to trigger the people to be able to create the change that you want to see. So say, yes. say this, what we're seeing is part of Trump's plan. 
But all of that sounds really terrible when you do it domestically. I don't even, you know, I don't even know how it all play out constitutionally, but this right, is just yeah. like, you know, theoretically, right? Biden is the one in office and he is the one that is taking all of the blame for everything that's happening. Could that be by design? You know, we always talk yeah. about, we, we always talk about just, you have to walk through the darkness to see the light. You know, you have to go through hard things that affect you and personally and your family to wake the heck up, to, to break through the brainwashing a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I mean, so I know that it's a weird analogy to compare his Trump dealing with these countries in terms of, you know, stopping the spread of nuclear arms and equating that to what's going on in our country right now with, you know, mm -hmm. Biden as the figurehead, but it's interesting. It is. It, ultimately yeah. it was all Trump's plan. So who's well, to say it couldn't? Yeah. It, it's, it's super interesting. And like you said, I don't know how it all play out constitutionally. Um, but I mean, even go back to 17's post. I mean, he said way back in the day, only upon the brink of destruction do you find the will to change, right? Well, if yeah. that's the case, that's referring to hardship. And so if they're projecting hardship and we have a 1987 Trump plan that was not written out in detail but speculated off of Trump's comments because he said it. He said he would go after the economic hardship to wake up the people. So, I mean, what you're seeing right now kind of points to that but then again i don't know how this plays out constitutionally I, I i i was trying to like that's what i was trying to look for earlier i was like i was looking for some type of laws that you know because what would that be like looking towards or against trump i mean but he's still technically not doing it because they got the biden at the helm so it's 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 a wild it's a wild rabbit hole but um well, you think it's, about how compromised Biden is, too. I mean, look at everything that's coming out, you know, right, like yeah. drip, 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 flood sort of thing. All of this, you know, even the starting from Hunter's laptop. I mean, he's ex the most compromised man in Washington, and he's supposedly the leader of the free world. So I I believe that Trump knew all of that and mm -hmm. brokered a deal. You're not going to go to jail, but you're going to be hamstrung in certain ways leading the white house well let's just you can do what you want up until a point that's a whole other rabbit hole but <laughs> i go ahead I, well, <laughs> remember the letter remember when when the when the biden first got in there he right. said trump he's like trump left me a letter it's a pretty good proposition. basically it's like a pretty he good did. offer or he did remember? say that i need to find that video because he was like yes, yeah he left me yep. a, a letter uh it's a pretty good offer or something to that effect and i was like what did he offer you <laughs> Dear Joe, there's a lot you of lost. weird things. Dear Joe, I mean, it's over. <laughs> I caught you all, and now you're gonna do my job for the next three years, and you're gonna take the blame. You know, I mean, because really, he could still be making the making the decisions. You know, we joke about Biden having a shadow government pulling his puppet strings. Well, maybe it's right. not the ones you think it is. Maybe Obama and Susan Rice think that they're pulling the strings and they're really not right well that's just it if if or maybe the they puppet, all are maybe they think they're the puppet masters but really they're the ones getting played i mean we kind of yeah. already figured that but um it's fun it's, it's it's a fun one like that's when you show me that and i read that i was like holy cow and i started it was almost like a little little paradigms you know and like mm -hmm. all this in this article kind of relates to what's happening right now and and it the thing's titled Trump's plan. And it's like, well, it's not again, it's not a detailed plan. It's just like a conversation with Trump, you know, and Trump's just telling you what he would do. He's like, yeah, it's I'm going to make a deal with the Soviets. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go hang out with Putin and I'm going to we're going to exchange the soccer ball and talk about who knows what. But there's no reason why we shouldn't work together. Right. And everybody it's wants to better everybody, than all of us. Everybody will die in their deathbed saying that Russia and Trump made a deal. You know, I've even like played devil's advocate with it before. And dang, did people come after me for it? <clears throat> I'm just saying. So like if that 
was the case. If Trump made the deal when they passed that soccer ball, and then all of a sudden, you know, Russia goes into Ukraine, you see, you hear things about Putin making statements about going after and saving the kids and taking out these these bio labs and everything along these lines. Well, yeah, I guess that sounds like kind of a deal because that was kind of Trump's agenda that he talked about. And we know all the corruption in Ukraine. So um, if that's the case, this would literally be the most brilliant plan ever uh, ever taken. I mean, that's what the prophecy says. So, hmm. Don't forget well, his world tour like, in 2017. Right. Yeah. When everybody the kissed the ring is what it looked like to me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he it's, he wrote the book, The Art of the Deal. I mean, that's what he does. Right. He goes in, he's like, yeah, we're going to have some world peace. We're going to go in. We're going to figure this out. We're going to sit down like adults and shake hands and, and figure out a deal. Like, we don't have to be buddy-buddy, but we can work together for the betterment of the entire world, which is... You know, the only other alternative besides going full-fledged into the new world order. Right. Depending on who's president, you know? Yeah. Why would why would we not want that? Why would we not want a president who is going to go in and just figure it out for us on behalf of our country? Exactly. Yeah. I just... <laughs> it's... This is such a crazy time to live in, I swear. Every day, it's just something wild. And honestly, that was probably the coolest, most honestly. I mean, there's some there's some rabbit hole connections that people want to go through. Um, I mean, you can go anywhere from laws and orders to whatever, but that right there, that that article that you sent me that lines up with everything happening today, that is probably the most uh, the closest one that I think I've come to. Like in regards to, I'm not saying we figured it out or anything. I'm just saying in theory wise, like that one now kind of makes the most sense to me. Yeah. It's the long game, man. I think this plan has been uh, Trump's plan, at least, you know, no pun intended. That's what he called it. But it, it has been his plan or his idea to figure this out for the sake of humanity since mm -hmm probably the early 80s i bet or or before right it's fast to think and then you think okay there's other like there was a clip of roseanne talking with i think michael moore and um and, and trump, trump yeah. and you know she's like hey can you know if you can just like tell all those you know rich people to just chill out and not destroy our country or whatever she says you know talking yeah. to trump and he's like yeah yeah like i'll i you know i'll figure it out so that we're not you know um, you know, I'll stop the communists or whatever he says. Mm -hmm. I can't remember mm -hmm. the exact interaction, but you know, that, and that was several decades ago. Like, it's just, there's so many little things, even the weird Ingersoll Lockwood stuff that like, I mean, I joke, it's like more evidence that Trump's a time traveler. No, not necessarily, but there, it's more evidence that this plan has been in motion to some degree or this, that this man has had this in his heart and has been anointed for this for decades and decades and decades. And so when you think about that, it's just so fascinating to think this is, this was started long before 2016, whether you think, right. you know, the military encouraged him to run or these generals got together and said, Hey, we need you. Who knows how long the actual plan was in the works to root out the deep state and to save our country. I mean, it, who knows how long that that was going on? Right, and I, how long it was yeah. in the works before he actually ahead, won Chris. in 2016? No, and it's no coincidence that he and Junior were best friends. I don't find that coincidental well, that's, at all. Yeah, that's that's another thing too. Because I mean, if if we want to talk about when this whole thing started, I would probably have to say it started when JFK went down. Yep. You know, like that's. Yeah. I mean, if you have a president that can get assassinated, you got a problem, right? Um, so, I mean, that, that, that's a big thing, especially now that everybody knows that it was the CIA that did it legally and it, it, it's on paper. Um, but I'm just saying like, if he knew this in the eighties, according to what we just talked about, like he's friends with junior, that dude's a billionaire, can't be bought. And he said on Oprah back in the eighties is like, I'd become president if our country needed it. Because if once people realize or like people are getting sick of being um, 
taken over by all these other countries. And he was sick of it back then. I can't even imagine what he's feeling like now. And they thought he was one of them, and he mm -hmm. was the sober guy at all of these elite parties. Yep. Just <laughs> Checkmate, suckers. Uh, he's the ultimate asked, troll yeah. in every way. He, like he is. His whole he life, is. he's the ultimate yeah. troll. Yeah. <laughs> yes. um, for those that want to go read it, it's a long article that we're talking about. It's at slate.com. Okay. Um, Trump's nuclear experience. It's an article from 1987. It's uh, it's very long. Have fun. It's good though. It's worth it and it's fascinating. Good. It is good. It is good. Hey, uh, uh, Stormy, Stormy found that video of the Biden. You want me to play the video real quick where he's talking Which about one? the letter? The YouTube. Oh yeah, I go for it. Where he's oh yeah. Oh, hold on. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Thank you, Stormy. He found it and posted it in the chat. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a while since I've done this. Is let <laughs> <laughs> me <we> do it. <laughs> no, I got it. Is it playing? I can't hear it. It looks so yeah, I can't hear it. That was generous. Bring it to the volume off. Uh, wrote a very generous letter. I have it's because it was private. I will uh, not talk about it until I talk to him. But uh, it was generous. 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 Yeah. Generous hmm. deal. It was generous. Generous. It was what private would and generous. That's generous. Like honestly, after, after having after after them rigging from him. Yeah, yeah. What would he do that's generous for you? Hmm. Sounds like a deal was made. Yeah, very much so. A generous deal. It's very generous. I'll talk to him in private because I can't tell you guys. <laughs> this would be a little too much for the public. That's wild. Yeah, he's like probably said, hey, just keep destroying everything. Do your job. Keep doing what you're doing. Yep. You know? And uh it's amazing. Right in front of our faces, too. Yeah, he's gonna know. guarantee he's like, listen, you're gonna do everything I tell you, but you're gonna let big ears <laughs> think he's calling the shots. Oh, see, that would be brilliant. You're gonna let Obama yeah. think he's running at the show. Oh, I man. think you Did have you to imagine? let him. I, mean, I think you have to let him because otherwise, right? There's no way Trump has to be completely blameless in all of this. Right. Right. You know, mm -hmm. because he can't. You have to like hamstring Biden enough to where he's not going to destroy our country and do anything completely irreversible. But at the same time, you have to let him and Obama and whoever else is thinks they're pulling his or is pulling other puppet strings, let them do what they're going to do. Mm -hmm. Because that's whole, the whole point for it to be by design. And you never want it to yeah. come back and people go, oh, well, how how dare Trump do that? You know, if it ever came out somehow, which I don't think it ever would if, if that's what is really happening. But you can't ever. It can't ever backfire back on Trump. Does that make sense? No, like, it makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it, totally. I think it's like you have to he had to set that up and just go, OK, I'm out. <laughs> oh, it's so good. You know, like he has to be his hands have to be clean mm -hmm. for it to work. Yeah. And then and then and then go think about all the letters uh, at the funeral, you know, like Trump's just sending out letters to everybody. <laughs> and it's just got to think of what he said. to. I know 17 said it was our promise to counter. I get that. But just the speculation of what was actually in them would be super interesting to see. Um, like, was everybody's different? Like, was or were they just like, were they just fun? You know, like Michelle's, he's like, I know you're a man. Like, that's all it says. You know, <laughs> Obama's like, hey, you got some big ears or something. I'm watching you or something. Right. I don't know. I don't know. Just, I, man, I hope one day that'd be cool, but I doubt it anyway.
Uh, it's fun. It's fun. And that was, that was a lot of good information. And I, I, I really, I really do enjoy that, that rabbit hole alone. I think yes. that is a really good one. I, I really do. But yeah. yeah, that article has a lot of golden nuggets. There may be some more we can kind of, now I got to go read it. You know, investigate. Yeah. You can, like I said, there's like chunks of, sections that talk about his real estate deals and you know mm -hmm. his atrium at trump tower and being updated and stuff like that that you can kind of fast forward but it's man even the beginning the way the article is set up and how the author writes it and kind of jokes about the what does he call it um the subject the subject with a capital T and a capital S, you know, he calls it the, the subject that like, and Trump at first, like wants to cancel the interview. He's like, yeah, no, I just, I'm not, I don't, I don't think I want to talk about all that yet. Yeah. You know, he's real secretive about what he's doing and what his thoughts are. And then he, you know, I think he kind of opens up as it goes along, but the author mm -hmm. really like can tell how sincere Trump is when he's talking about it and how serious he is. And he's like, in my first, you know, inclination is just like make fun of the guy and kind of like, ha ha, you know, just this, you know, real estate billionaire mogul guy in New York, like cares about nuclear proliferation, really like you're, but he's, he's like, I, I just couldn't even joke about it because I've heard the right. sincerity in his voice, you know? Yeah. And that's, that's, that's the interest. That's one of the interesting parts too, because Trump's is talking to him about all this nuclear stuff. And, Trump was in talks with Washington. They were asking Trump for advice on the nuclear talks during that time. So Trump was already like in Washington about everything nuclear going on. And he like uh -huh. was super genuine about it. Like that's super interesting that Washington went to him then. And it wasn't like swamp Washington. It was like, you know, I don't know, man. It's it's super interesting. It's yeah. something. How many that... times he been to DC before becoming president? How many times he say he been to seventeen? DC? He said seventeen yeah. times. Seventeen. I've been there like seventeen times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I suggest people go read it and uh, obviously read it and uh, think on it. And then think about what's going on in the world and what you're seeing play out before your eyes and tell me that things don't line up pretty dang similar. It's crazy. It's pretty cool. I'm super glad you sent that to me because it kind of blew my mind. Whoa. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. You guys got anything else you want to talk about? I don't. <laughs> no, not that I can Not. think of. I mean, I'm sure I'm going to think of like a thousand more things after we're done here, but save yeah. that for next time. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, next time. <laughs> next time. Next time. All right. Well, uh, thanks everybody for coming out. Hit that like button. Blah, 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 blah. Like button before you go out. <laughs> um, and uh, Kat, thanks for coming on. We highly appreciate it. Yeah, thank you all for having me. It's always fun to hang out with you guys. Absolutely. 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 Likewise. Thanks for being here, I guess. Um, yeah, thanks, man. <laughs> just kidding. Love you, man. Love uh, you too, brother. <laughs> all right, y'all. Uh, we'll talk to you guys uh, Thursday where we'll be back for the podcast. I do am doing another episode of that Gen Z thing tomorrow. See how it goes. Um, yeah. Don't. 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 Ah. What I signed up for. Um, all right. I'll talk to you guys later. I hope you guys have a great rest of the night. I love you guys. And uh, we'll see you in a little bit. Holla. Holla. <laughs>